Hello, friends. This is Pastor Pierce Eaton, and you're listening to First and Foremost, a podcast where we give you teaching and tools to make Jesus Christ first and foremost in your life. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Questions. This is part of the podcast where I seek to thoughtfully answer your questions that you write into the show by using Scripture. Now, our question today is a great one, and it's on heaven. The question is, will heaven be boring since we will just be worshiping God all the time? Now, I've actually heard this question before. I've had a few people ask me this question because we have a misconception about heaven. We believe things that we've maybe learned by watching TV or, um, you know, videos that we've seen or other people's poor descriptions of heaven, and we haven't based our understanding of what heaven is off of Scripture. So will we be standing around and worshiping God all the time, and will it be boring? Well, the answer is yes, we will be worshiping God all the time, and no, it won't be boring, but our worship may look a little different than you think. So, first of all, let me just answer clearly. No, heaven will not be boring. So, Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Well, heaven ultimately is living and dwelling in the perfect communion with and presence of God. So, according to Psalm 1611, in that presence and in communion with God, there is fullness, a completeness to our joy, and there are pleasures forevermore. They never run out. So, your joy will be complete and you will lack nothing. So, no, you will not be bored in heaven just based on the sheer fact that out of an overflow of your communion with God, you will always be satisfied. But, like I said, some people fear that heaven will be like one long, boring church service. I can tell you, though, that that is not the case. Worship is far more than a church service or far more than singing songs. Yes, A church has a worship service, and music is an aspect of our worship service. But if this is confusing to you, I recommend you go back a few weeks in the podcast, and you can listen to my sermon on worship. I unpack this idea there. In 1 Corinthians 10.31, the Apostle Paul writes to us and says, Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. The truth is... Many things can be an act of worship. Paul here even brings up the idea of eating and drinking as an act of worship. So there are many things that we can do as an act of worship when we're looking to God as the source of that good thing and glorifying him by our participation in that thing. We're bringing praise to his name and enjoying him as we enjoy the things that he's given us. So we can worship God in many, many, many different ways. So I say all that to say this. In heaven, we will not be sitting around and doing nothing. And we will not be sitting around and doing the same thing over and over and over. 
In fact, the Bible seems to indicate that we will actually have jobs in heaven. Now, in order to paint this picture for you, I need to help you understand the biblical theology of heaven. So the Bible doesn't talk a lot about heaven. In fact, the Bible talks more about hell than it does about heaven. But there are a handful of passages that paint what heaven is to us. Now, heaven exists uh, in, essentially, it's the existence in the fullness and presence of God. When a person who is in Christ, those who have placed their faith in Jesus for the remission of sins, they've believed in what he's done, his death on the cross for their sins and his resurrection, and they, they trust him and follow him. They die to themselves and follow him with their life. By faith in him, they are saved. Okay? So, by faith in Christ, one is saved. That means they're going to go to heaven. And as soon as a person dies, the scripture is clear that they go to be in the presence of the Lord. Paul writes that to be absent of the body is to be present with the Lord. And we can also see in uh, in the Gospels where Jesus is speaking to the thief on the cross, and he says, surely today you will be with me in paradise. And so as soon as we leave our physical bodies here on earth, we are with the Lord in a uh, spiritual form, a non-physical form, um, immediately. But this is not our eternal state. We do exist with God in heaven and at that moment, but there's a moment in the future where Jesus returns. Revelation 21 and 22 um, articulate this idea that Jesus returns. He defeats death and, and Satan and evil once and for all. And when he does this, he He wipes away the old universe, the old heavens and earth, and he creates a new one for his people to live on. And we are resurrected bodily and live on this new earth bodily with Christ for eternity. Now, the best picture we have of what that life will be like is given to us in Genesis chapter 1 and 2 and in Revelation chapters 21 and 22. So the very begin, the very beginning, the first two chapters of the Bible and the very end, the last two chapters of the Bible tell us about God's good plan. So you remember at the beginning, God creates everything and he says that it was very good. What we see is the Garden of Eden is a glimpse into the perfect creation that God desires and that he intended at the beginning. But of course, we know that we sinned. Adam and Eve sinned and brought death and destruction into our world, and we are a result of that. We are sinful too, and the story of Scripture is ultimately the story of God bringing about the uh, the fix to our broken world. He's restoring it back through the person and work of Jesus. And so we see at the beginning, everything was good. It was very good according to God at the beginning. It is broken by sin. Jesus comes as our Savior. He, he brings us, uh, restores us back into right relationship with God. But creation itself has not been restored. And evil itself has not been completely defeated until Jesus returns to defeat it once and for all. And we see a glimpse of that in Revelation chapters 21 and 22. Now, I bring all that up because we can see in Genesis 1 and 2 that God gave jobs to Adam and Eve. 
So work is not a result of the fall, but it's actually a part of God's good design. If you see in the creation mandate at the end of Genesis chapter 1, that God makes Adam and Eve, he makes man and woman, and he gives them a mandate to fill the earth, to subdue it, to to essentially uh, tend to the earth as um, his under shepherds, as the people who are uh, given a sense of stewardship over God's creation. And so our our job, to a degree, was to tend to, to fill and subdue God's creation. There was a job involved. We also see in Genesis chapter 2 that God gives Adam a job of naming the animals. So we see that work is not a result of the fall, but actually exists before sin enters the picture. Now, we also see a glimpse of heaven in Jesus' statement in Matthew chapter 19 and in Luke chapter 22. Jesus states that in heaven there will be rulers or stewards of God's new earth and um, that those rulers will actually rule over some areas of the new earth and, and the people within it. So we can see that at least in those passages, Jesus is mentioning how there's governors and rulers and stewards of God's new earth that is to come. Now, there aren't a whole lot of other passages that talk about our work in heaven. The details of it, I don't know. But we can see that there will be some sort of responsibility that we have in the new earth. But our work, whatever it may look like, will be perfectly fulfilling. It will not, we will not grow weary of it. It will bring us satisfaction and joy because it will be an act of worship to participate in that work on the new earth, in heaven, in God's presence, with God's people forevermore. No, heaven will not be boring. I'll leave it there. There's much, much more I could say on heaven, and I might tackle that in future episodes. This is a great topic to talk about, and it's honestly a topic that many people have an underdeveloped theology on, and I think it's something we should talk about more. If we're going to spend all of eternity there, then we should at least have a proper understanding of what it looks like so that we can look forward to it, because boy, oh boy, is it something to look forward to. I hope this uh, helps answer the question you had. And if you have any more questions, please send them in. You can go to our website, fbctc.com. Now, we are running low on questions, so I need more questions. Please write them in, and I will try to get to them as soon as possible. But as always, please subscribe and review the podcast, which makes it more visible to other people. Thank you so much, and God bless. God bless.